0: Hello! If you're hearing my voice right now, then you have stumbled onto the podcast where real stories of professional criminal profilers are told by professional assholes. Welcome to Profiling Pain. <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Profiling Pain. We have Chiron in the studio today. Yeah, yeah, yo! Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Chris Payne, your host. I'm Jamin Fuego. I'm uh, oh. And I'm Matt. So today, Woo. we're going to be doing uh, George Metesky, the Mad Bomber. Uh, it's not a very widely known case, although it was a, a case that just lasted 16 years. It was, it was one of the highest profile cases in the early 1930s all the way to the 1950s. Sprawling, dude. Yeah, so... <laughs> The whole premise of this show is I want to shine light on profilers. I, everybody hears about true crime, everybody hears about conspiracy theories, everything else, but it never really boils down to the guy that truly solved the case. Now, today isn't going to be any different. We're not going to get to him yet. That's going to be the next episode. Now, you're but, beating the audience. <laughs> but we're going to give you the outline of the case. So, George Mateski, all right, a.k.a. the Mad Bomber. We're talking about somebody who left over 32 bombs throughout New York City at the, at the height of the... Uh, just before World War Two, just after the Great Depression, so when that—I mean, the country itself, but also specifically that city—was in the most disarray. I mean, with the collapse of Wall Street, people doing the run on the banks and everything else—it was—it was a
1: very, very epic time. Probably a, why he was able to get away with it for so long, I would say. Yeah, the ultimate distraction. So yeah, what I mean. you're
2: saying is, at this point in time, Gotham City existed.
1: Mm. Kinda, <laughs> pretty much. It's funny you, you know, should say that. Gotham so, okay. City is modeled after. Uh, well, actually, no, I'm trying to remember because Metropolis is modeled after, oh boy, more so Chicago, maybe? I'm not sure because I, think I know. Gotham was Chicago. Gotham. Right that's what I thought, yeah. you know, because one is New York City and one is Chicago. Oh, no, Chicago. no, no, no. Gotham was. Even Pittsburgh, though they totally effed it? it up for Batman v Superman and had them right next to each other. There's yeah, supposed to yeah. be some distance, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really easy to run across that lake when
0: you're playing the uh, DC Universe online. Oh, is not
2: Metropolis, like New York? Yeah,
0: Metropolis is supposed to be New York. Yeah. yeah and so I thought. Yeah. Anyway, so, so moving we on. Digress. So <laughs> now that we've already gone complete nerd on the uh, on the comic book, that's it's, who we are, though. That's exactly uh, kind of how this story starts. So Metesky's start is almost that of the ultimate, you know, comic book villain, especially in the early 1930s. Mm-hmm. So we're we're
1: gonna go ahead and get into that, which so, is when all those comics were around that time. Can exactly. so we take a second anyway. to
2: just like really? I don't want to say appreciate somebody who's a fuck. Who's a you all appreciate it, but Look, realistically. 32 bombs. This guy had he had to have one had a daytime job to afford the fact that he could have these bombs. Too. He had to save Not up. Not necessarily.
1: Maybe, but he had to save up he money no to knowledge. get the, the the ingenuitive ones. They can the just get the amount of foreshadowing that you guys are already doing without <laughs> here the story. This is uh, so, true, but So, have I mean, any of
0: you Okay, so have anybody here besides my constant ranting on this has have any of mm-hmm. you here ever even heard of this case? No, never. That's, heard, this I've is heard new to me. I bomber. I think maybe Okay, I've heard so the name. now now are you thinking the mad bomber or are you thinking the
1: unibomber? No, I know the difference. The unibomber yeah, because Ted 90s.
0: Kaczynski, yeah. the, the Unabomber. So the longest actually, time I thought the
1: Unabomber was just anybody was, with the unibrow. We always joke with Luis at work that when he <laughs> comes in with the hood on and his sunglasses. He looks Unabomber status. Right, so they say that the well, not something to laugh about. The
0: Unabomber but... was inspired by the Mad Bomber stuff like that. But I mean, we're, we're just, we're seriously, gonna that. they have a connection. Yeah. Um Fascinating, I mean, okay. as outside of bombs and outside of I, I believe it even happened in New York. Well, that's probably going to be I a further bombs. episode. So hold on, on your for that.
3: Influences right
0: Bomb all right so so act one all right so we're, this is the first episode the first ever episode this is something we're trying out centaur by the way so this is what this is all gonna be presented by no. so uh Shut and at the end we're gonna give you more more information on on the band and all kinds of things so just hold tight but so the antagonist Right, george mutesky the mad bomber he terrorized new york city for 16 years placing an admitted 32 bombs okay so all this took place like i said between the 1940s and 50s for the most part Right there, you know, following the Great Depression and leading into World War II at the height of what everybody claimed was the great America, the 1950s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what well, most that was people the, think about
2: when they right. think back to it. Like, that's what yeah, America either, was at. The, or, yeah. It's at the cusp of— uh,
1: We won the war. Everything's okay. Yeah. The, the world is, is great. great economy. Economy. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of, of
2: America at that time, I usually think of King Kong. You know, the, right. the, the, yeah.
0: They could conquer anything. It was it was insane. There's always some form of like Can giant can't monster can't reference go. when Mahal's around. All go. Go. All right so I mean, nothing. All, there's
3: always some form of giant monster reference just playing out. <laughs>
0: so Mateski's backstory. This goes into the supervillain thing. All right, so first of all, uh, he was born George Peter Mateski on November 2nd in 1903 in Connecticut. Uh, so there's not really too much about his childhood on file. I mean, I'm sure if if I decided to pay the the fee to get into some FBI database, I could. But for just Standard info, we're just gonna cut straight to him being a young man uh, So Mateski was actually a marine specialist electrician in World War one. He was uh, stationed at the US consulate in Shanghai um, Like I said, he was a marine He was serving his countries overseas And so he came back. All right, and when he came back, from, you know, World War one ended uh, What was it? 1917 It ended, you know, what I mean, so he had a few years to build up his rep and he, he ended up getting a job with uh, the consolidated Edison utility company so kind of continuing his construction knowledge or continuing his electrical yeah, knowledge, you know. The electrician. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. so what he did was he worked for he worked in the electrical field as a mechanic for the consolidated Essen uh, utility company. Yeah, he, uh, he was living in Waterbury, Connecticut with his two sisters and all three of them were unmarried. There's no even source of anything saying he ever had a spouse if there was a divorce, I mean anything. So I can only imagine that the amount of jacking off in that house was just ridiculous. So, so, you had my <laughs> so he, he went to war... Came back, it's just two, him and his two sisters, no children.
2: But no, see, I mean, back then, there was no jacking off because you just, you just didn't do it. You weren't supposed to. <laughs> you weren't supposed to. Do Everybody Pope was Catholic in, at that point in time.
1: You didn't spill the seed of life
3: mm. down to the ground. You <laughs> spilled it it's into the time. belly of a hole. Right.
1: So, so, so maybe that fueled like a lot of this repression as well. Because thinking, he wasn't well we're going
3: to
0: anyway. get into the shapes of the bombs later, and I think mm. that has uh, a lot to do with his uh phallus. Are they very phallic? All right, but so for
4: him—
2: testicles
0: so for him he was lucky enough to have a decent job as a generator wiper at Con Ed's Hellgate
2: plant. hold on hold on hold on hold on. The how much does the generator wiper? generator wiper make is this somebody who just wipes down the generator that's yeah you, I, I want mean, this he fucking job he
0: was also a mechanic he did he did you know like facility work I will work part time
1: as a fucking wiper are you kidding me <laughs> it makes me think of clerks where he's like how much does the average jizz mopper make and he's, like, he's like what's a what's a mopper <laughs> All right, <laughs>
0: probably slightly more than the fluffer. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, he was a,
2: still slightly.
0: He was a generator wiper, right? All, uh, one night while he was working, there was a boiler backfire. Um, it released such a hot gas, and the explosion was so much that it actually blasted his ass to the ground, and then his lungs filled up with fumes, choking him. Toxic fumes. Now, if that's not the beginning. Of some form of like supervillain in the early 30s, 40s, 50s comics. I don't know what it is. Oh yeah, the so release he, of hot gas yeah, blasting hot gas, your ass, <laughs> inhale toxic fumes. You know what I mean? He's so literally I, the little Joker. A bit of radiation. Yeah, so he's he literally up, the Joker. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, exactly. So he ended up in the hospital for 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 quite a bit. Um, he ended up uh, being cl- you know labeled as disabled. He ended up getting pneumonia, which ended up turning into tuberculosis. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, so, I mean, you put that into perspective, this dude just got diagnosed with tuberculosis in the 30s, which wasn't a killer, Yeah, but it was a definite hindrance. And, and midst, not as treatable as it is right, now. Right, and in the midst <laughs> of the Great Depression, when people are standing Vaccine outside of job sites, level. waiting for people to get hurt just so they could take that job, you get diagnosed with something like TB. And TB, from what I understand, is supposed to be highly contagious at one point. But it sounds so playful. Hey... <laughs>
2: What's going on, man? Oh, I can't really go out today. I got the TB. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I'm well, just going to stay in, Pop watch a the TV penicillin. watch some Netflix and chill, take care of your TB My by yourself. TB. Yeah. yeah, they I didn't have Netflix that, and t- chill. Did so, did you imagine different. the the commercial for that? Oh, Has Jesus TB Christ. got you down. Oh, <laughs> no, and they, the 1930s and they it is more like jingle. TB.
0: Might as well have the rickets. Huh. Jesus, right? right. Polio
2: <laughs> is the new TB. One
0: of my best Get friends
1: growing up, up was a dude named Ricketts That's <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Anyway, was he a real person? Yeah, yeah Sam Ricketts, my he best friend growing up. That is a bad. Rickety crazy. Cricket? Yeah, he's kind of a toxic person. A little bit. Rickety cricket. So Poteski, I like your reference. <laughs> Ricky cricket. I love where they had him wrestling. <laughs> 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 Are we anyway. talking about Always Sunny? Yeah. 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 Of okay.
0: course. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> anyway. <Mad>. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he ended up collecting about 20 weeks worth of sick pay, but unfortunately he missed his application date for workman's comp. Hold on. Which...
2: Again, so he, so his, uh, his pay was pretty scrimped uh, if he was just working off of uh, vacation pay, which means he has the time. That's where my thought process is going. Where did this guy
0: have the time? Well, that's, that's, that's what we're going to get into. So, so,
2: no, 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 hold on, hold on. One more question on this. If we were to put this into a comic book scenario, which we're already what the kind fuck of is doing? Joker's part time job? Telling stand up comedy. I mean, if there was oh, still but a Spencer's, <laughs> probably he probably worked at a Hot Topic bats. or a Spencer's, to be honest. He with works at Hot uh, Topic, the Joker's at the sure. ice cream shop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if, if you've ever read the Alan Moore killing joke, man, Dude, I mean, Joker's, Tomatoes. Jokers gelatos. I like that. He it? A J as to a <laughs> yeah. G. Yeah.
0: Mr. J. Mr. J, we're all out of the... All right, yeah, anyway. So, um, he asked, after a while, he actually ended up being let go because tuberculosis. I don't know what the fuck you going to do. But he tried to appeal the workman's comp denial uh, three different times. The last appealing was actually in 1936. So, keep in mind, like I said, the midst of the Great Depression. The Depression didn't end until 1939. Like, yeah. he... he no job. So even He's as a sick. vet. He's disabled. He yeah. Yeah. So he had a disabled nothing. vet, yeah. And for all we squirt. know, for all we know, he was taking care of his two spinster sisters. You know what I mean? Spinster sisters. So The
1: Scissor sisters.
0: <laughs> Scissor me timbers. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna go ahead and cut to November of nineteen forty. In November of 1940, a wooden toolbox ended up on the windowsill inside a crude short length of uh, brass pipe was found. All right. So filled with gunpowder and an ignition mechanism that was made out of sugar and flashlight batteries. Dang. Mm -hmm. Also inside this box. Yeah. So also inside this box was a note that read, Con Edison Crooks, this is for you, written in very distinctive block letters and signed F.P. All right, Pete, so huh?
1: that's when
2: shit was personal back
0: then. Right. But, well, but oh, real quick, like thing, while we're on it, <laughs> if you were going to leave
1: a bomb, would you leave a fucking note in the box?
0: Like, if you intended for that to
3: actually ignite. But no, 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 no that, that's the difference. Was it in
1: some sort of encasing where it would have, you know, it's still been readable? It was in, like, was, some uh, cans or, or whatever, that, not just a box. No. That, that wasn't what he was doing. Look, he was yeah, putting sending that, that there stage. to be
3: like, look, I can put a bomb wherever the Fuck exactly, okay. exactly. exactly. So, you know,
2: all right, it wasn't about the letter, although
1: the letter made it personal. If someone was able to read that letter, it wasn't about the letter. I see. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just wanted to imply the powerful potential exactly. that, yeah, the power he, he had, had yeah. at that point in time. Power move He's which, like if I wanted to blow some shit up, I could. I do could it.
3: Any yeah. point.
1: <laughs> so, in September Stop. of
0: 1941, a bomb with a similar ignition system was uh, lying in the street about five blocks away from Con Ed's headquarters building at 4th Irving Place. It now, sounds like that one fell off the truck. Right. Well, no note, no note was with this one. There was, there was no note, and it was also a dud. So, so far, two bombs not exploding. All right. Now, police speculated that the bomber maybe spotted a nearby officer, dropped it, and ran without actually setting the fuse. So the first two bombs with no bang, then shortly after, the U.S. entered World War II in December of
1: 1941. We all remember that, right? Which obviously takes all the attention away from I'm what right. he's doing, because all, like, all, all eyes are abroad. And So, so, so.
0: the police received this a letter, once again, in big block letters, all right? And the letter read, it said, uh, I will make no more bomb units for the duration of the war. My patriotic feelings have made me decide this. Later, I will bring the Con Edison to justice. They will pay for their dastardly deeds. I love that title. Dirty deeds, no, done dastardly Dirty deeds. deeds. Yeah. Just the
1: word dastardly. I don't know. Ever since right. a kid, Rickett's actually my best I mean, friend. He's going from a
0: DC villain to a Hanna-Barbera villain so fucking fast. Snidely <laughs> Whiplash, dude. That's what it hold is. Hold on, hold on, Don't you dare so put like down a, a Hanna-Barbera Bullwinkle villain. Bullwinkle yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those Ruskies well, he are no joke.
1: Mm. No. <laughs>
3: No, uh, it bowl, sounds like Bull like makes me a, think of
1: Moose and Supernatural. Right. <laughs> moose, moose and Squill. All right, but so I
3: mean, he really looked inside himself and was like, "Nah, there's there's a war going on. Maybe I shouldn't it. Well, keep in
0: mind he's an ex-marine. He's a vet. Yeah. He's a vet.
1: World War 1.
0: So, I mean, yeah. All right, so 1951. All right, so he wasn't lying. All right, there were no bombs for the decade between 1941 to 1951. Instead, he was sending the written equivalent of crank calls to police stations, private citizens, and, of course, Con Ed. Well,
1: because he didn't want to be forgotten in spite right. of the fact that he wasn't doing orchestrating any big stuff. Right. He's like, don't could you, forget about Could you me. imagine reading the headlines?
2: Don't. You know, you come home, New York City, blah, 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 blah wherever you're at. You read the newspaper, you're like, oh, look, there's bombings going on. Random bombs, he's sending things out. And you get home, and there's
0: a package at your door. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, though. There were no bombings. There was just some shit in a box left somewhere. But the, the thing is, just that's some shit that's, in that box? All, it's
2: all it takes. When you're Potential. on an airplane, B-O-M is all it takes, and you're gone. You're gone. Bomb How did that work in no, the late
0: 90s when everything was the bomb? <laughs> because there was
2: it was people trying uh, to take that word uh, back, you know. Power is in words well, it's because people fear yeah, yeah, yeah. the power of that word, <laughs> so the repercussions of wait, that, wait, that word.
0: Saying. No, it 2000. Wait. Yeah, that was uh, some no, deep shit. Yeah, we're showing our stupidity it's here. We have two tour. separate conversations Time. going on. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, there are no bombs for the decade between 1941 and 1951. He sent postcards and letters to private citizens, cops, and, of course, Con Ed, uh, which is kind of foreshadowing for the eventual capture, but we'll get into that on the next episode. So investigators studied every one of these uh, – Letters, postcards, everything. They, they paid close attention, especially to the fact that they were all penciled, penciled, big block letters. All right, They noticed that the G's and the Y's had a really odd shape. So that led them to think that maybe they had narrowed it down to somebody with a European education. What that has to do with G's and Y's, I have absolutely no idea. Well, it's, it's the way they write. Right. Uh,
2: it's it's how, how it was written. Uh, you got to think, too, a lot of people back in the time, too, didn't write in print. Like that, when they wrote letters, it a lot like of times letters. are was When I learned when <laughs> I learned cursive, it was called Denelian and my cursive is a lot different than the cursive they teach in schools.
3: Cursive looks like fucking. It's
2: European cursive, yeah. so it's it's there is a difference in the thing when you write something. How the pressure you press onto a piece of paper. Can tell so much about a human being. Truly. It's insane what a profiler can learn just from a single pencil stroke.
0: And that's what we're gonna get to in the next episode. That's still foreshadowing. You guys are just like jumping the guts. Side topic though, I like Crazy. it, dude. No, 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 no. No, no. Batman. Side dude, topic though, you guys, so, can you, you guys believe? have a very
1: analytical mind, and I like that. That's what we're going for. Can so. you believe though that they don't teach kids cursive in school anymore? Well, oh, they're bringing it back. They're bringing are it they back. Are they now? Yeah, they're, they're bringing, bringing it, it back. back. They're bringing it back. In all
2: honesty, what's the point when everything's digital what anyways? The, do you know what's so funny? There's a calligraphy font. I was having a
1: conversation just the other day with. With somebody at the day job, and uh, we were talking about how we had this this young girl working there, was like 18, 19, something like that, and she commented to all of the older, you know, people on staff, like, "Oh, you have such nice handwriting. I never write. I'm always just typing everything, so I have horrible handwriting." And I'm like, "You see? Yeah, you see? That's why yeah. I have a physical notebook and I write physical notes, and I'm I'm very tangible in that sort of aspect."
0: No, my where, handwriting! Where I'm, is
1: shit, I'm trying to read this right now, and <laughs> <laughs> you're losing it.
3: And I wrote it. I wrote it. All right. Yeah. So anyway.
0: So the break in bombs till the new bomb was found led the investigators to believe that maybe the person was serving in the military. Even though they were receiving postcards or anything else, I mean, there was no real return address that they could track down or anything else. Otherwise, I'm sure they would have by that time. So they started thinking that maybe they were serving in the military at the time. So that maybe that, that led to why there was the break in bombs, why the original letter said that I'm a patriot, all that stuff. Was he in World
1: War II? Do we know? Uh, no. No, okay. he's one, he, had, he had TB. He oh, wasn't yeah, going anywhere. Right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, so he was yeah. out Good, point. Right. Good point. Yeah, yeah All right, yeah. So, yeah. so starting <laughs> his new wave of bombings, Mateski started uh, choosing public places and buildings, hitting uh, several of the same places multiple times, and I'm going to cover that in the list of bombs to come. So the first bomb in the new wave was found on March 29th, 1951. It was the first to actually explode, so now we're breaking records yeah. here, guys. So he scared the hell out of commuters in Grand Central Station, where the bomb had been You locked. know what that is?
2: They have to
1: up the ante, though. They have that, to. That first to be bomb that explodes. That first bomb that explodes?
2: That's like a murderer's first kill. Yeah, yeah well, back, it bitch. also
1: shows that he he crossed a threshold exactly. You know? That goes
2: from killing an animal to killing. And a you person. can
0: only assume he spent the next ten years that he took off trying to make better bombs, better mechanisms.
1: I or mean, maybe, yeah, maybe, he maybe he was like, I mean, maybe he was like, or maybe he was like, wrestling flashlight flash flash batteries. Like <laughs> or, or maybe he was just wrestling with himself about whether he should do it or not. It's possible, you know. And maybe his possible. life just did not improve in that yeah. time, and so the, the rage just festered. How long did it
3: take from when the war started to when he first put that bomb? Uh, he
0: stopped. during. Oh, it, it wasn't until after the war. It wasn't until 1951. The first bomb okay. went off uh, in March of 1951.
1: Wow. Yeah. So he waited. He waited the decade he promised. Well, and also, like, way after World War II was even finished, you know? So what made him decide... To finally, I mean, he was a he, vet. He gave them yeah.
2: grieving time for all the world. Well, well, I mean, not, so, not, not just a they go back a vet. to
1: it. Not just a vet,
0: but give yeah. credence to the fact a, that he a was marine. a Marine. A disabled a Marine, yeah. Some of I of mean, was, all, vets, all vets have that pride. But world world there's something War
1: I, man, trench pride. warfare and everything, that's a war that yeah. I don't think gets as much coverage as World War Two, but it was a brutal war. I mean, that's where chemical warfare was first coming in and right. things like that. Oh, yeah, world War One was insane. That's where tanks. First tanks,
2: yeah. U boats. Technology so, was so far advanced at that point in time beyond what we could Conflict comprehend.
1: often is an igniter for advancing of technology. It's crazy how it mean, works, what, right? What do you <laughs> going to have with us aliens? Ancient aliens.
0: That might be somewhere. Silence. Dead mic. <laughs> All right. So, mic drop. Bam. <laughs> anyway, scaring the hell out of commuters in Grand Central Station where the bomb had been left in a sand urn near the Grand Central Oyster Barn restaurant. There was no injuries. Now in April, the next bomb exploded in a telephone booth in the New York Public Library. Again,
1: no injuries.
3: He was trying and to be Superman,
1: right? <laughs> and he's sending a message more so than really yeah. wanting to inflict harm on. Yeah, people, I mean, I'll,
0: I'll get into what he liked to use for his actual explosions. Oh, we're waiting um, for that. It's 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 uh he didn't exactly choose like a barrel. He used a very small caliber round. And that's and that. so I mean it kind of shows us more for a shock value. Exactly. But we'll we'll yeah. get into that when we describe the profiling as aspect. To, yeah. yeah, train the harm. He wants so, change.
2: He's a radical.
0: <laughs> so in August, a phone booth bomb went off at Grand Central. Again, no injuries. These bombs were so uneventful that the police dismissed them as just happenings of quote, boys or pranksters. <laughs> it didn't stop the New York Times though. They printed the story the next day. A brief three paragraph description, but press nonetheless. And of course he was like,
1: yes!
0: Yes. He had finally I made he, it he feels Looks like, like he feels yeah. like I
1: made it. Right.
0: So the next bomb was planted in a phone booth at the Con Ed headquarters at Fourth and Irving Place.
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh, he's hold on. getting closer to his site. Yeah, crazy. oh yeah.
2: yeah uh, 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 and the fact that they put it in. a phone f- booth
3: was a good thing, so now we'll do a phone booth at the place I want to buy. I'm actually going to get him. <laughs> they yep.
2: continued to do the phone booth so close means that he wanted to keep it contained. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. more shock value. That's
0: oh, yeah. that's one of the things that's kind of what it shows. He kept it in. Yeah, exactly. All right. So the next bomb, planted in the phone booth, La la Also,
3: uh, hold on. In the 1950s, I'm sure there was a shit ton of phone booths. Yeah. Well, yeah, compared <laughs> oh, yeah. to now we only have them
0: phone, phone booths
1: and newspaper stands That's yeah. what made Superman so powerful man. I mean, they still use them for Doctor Who But that's, so, that's about it Walking so down this, any
0: street, you could change, man okay. So this is before I mean, this is definitely when they started the whole If it fits, it ships things Because not only did he put one in the phone booth He also mailed them a bomb
4: <laughs>
0: so, And the one that didn't explode Is the one that was handled the roughest So, yeah, the one that got mailed actually didn't explode No, no real knowing of whether or not they wanted to or anything else Anyway, the phone booth bomb did explode. And again, there was no injuries. So we're, we're at like almost seven bombs now where it's uneventful. The police are dismissing it as pranksters. I mean... So like, it does almost good. seem like a prankster. Though. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, the way he's going about it. Right. He's, he's not trying to totally hurt anybody. He's just playing... I just imagine now. like twisting a mustache. man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's chaotic
3: good. He's, so he's chaotic good. Up, but he wants to change. <laughs> uh,
0: that, this might be leading to a, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast in the future. <laughs> All right, so... On October 22nd, the New York Herald Tribune received a letter in pencil block letters stating, Bombs will continue until the Consolidated Edison Company is brought to justice for their dastardly acts against me. I have exhausted all other means. Intend with bombs to cause others to cry out for justice for me. That letter directed police to the Paramount Theater in Times Square. There they found and disabled a bomb. Then they were led to a telephone booth at Pennsylvania Station where nothing was found. However... Hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) These police <laughs> Okay. Off of one letter, we're like, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this guy's over here. He this gave, bomb's he, over he, here. No, Just no. before it
0: hits one, disable it. His letters are now being printed in the paper. So now he's like, Oh yeah. Notoriety. You can find one here. Oh, you can find one here. Happy Easter, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like he was yeah,
3: he was going oh, off he's on yeah. a
0: goose chase. He's yeah, no, he's getting the notoriety he wants, he's getting so he's the attention. Drunk on exactly a little bit. Yeah. No, yeah. absolute press. Corrupts absolutely. I,
1: I guess. would concur with that despite yeah. being a journalist for 10 years. Pretty much yeah. like,
0: look how big my big bold cock is in the newspaper. That's kind of what that boiled down to. That means we're two Now everybody's looking at him.
3: Now you don't have to fatty. Fatty. Small penis. He might have ah. been a farmer. Right. But we don't know. This, this
4: he might have been Old McDonald's. So anyway. <laughs>
0: So after disabling the bomb they led to the telephone booth at Pennsylvania Station where nothing was found. However, on November 28th, a coin operated locker at the IRT 4th Street Subway Station was bombed again. No injuries. Now nearby, or sorry, nearly the end of the year. hold, on, hold,
2: on, hold on. Mhm. <laughs> you sure this guy just isn't trying to celebrate 4th of July every so often?
0: He's such a patriot that every day's Independence Day.
3: Yeah, no, you know, he didn't blow anything up for 10 years. He had to make up for it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what we're <laughs> he, making up for gonna lost see, time. You're going to see. You're
0: going to see once 1952 hits the barrage well, of bombs that start coming.
3: He was he got the shit in Mexico.
0: <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> all right, so Blame nearly it all in on Mexico. <laughs> so nearly Blame Canada. Nearly at the end of the year, the Herald Tribune received yet another letter. But this time it was slightly more taunting. He's getting balls, guys. It says, have you noticed the bombs in your city? If you are worried, I am sorry, and also if anyone is injured. But it cannot be helped, for justice will be served. I am not well, and for this, I will make the Con Edison sorry. Yes. Hold on,
4: hold
2: on, hold on. This guy just went from being the Joker to being a man after my heart.
0: (laughs) Yes, they will regret their dastardly deeds. I will bring them before the bar of justice. Public opinion will condemn them, for beware, I will place more units... Under theater seats in the near future. Signed FP. Whoa. I just love
1: alliteration and dastardly deeds. Well, every time I hear what it, I'm did like. The
2: movie oh.
3: theaters
1: do. I was about to okay.
2: say, dudes are just watching a movie, enjoying a good freaking movie, eating good. popcorn they a overpriced nice for.
1: The the yep, day. trying to cut a hole in the box. You spend a nickel,
2: you expect something in return. I'm just saying, a nickel was a lot back then.
1: All it right.
0: It was a lot. So. So 1952, guys. 1952 was a real banner year for old Georgie. Oh boy. On March 19th, a bomb exploded George. in a phone booth at Port Authority bus terminal. Again, no injuries. So June and December bombs went in seats at the Lexington Avenue Lowe's Theater. The December bombing was the first bomb to actually injure someone. After that, the police asked the papers to stop printing any letters. In order to downplay earlier bombings, as public interest was now increasing, everyone now knew that a mad bomber was on the loose. Dun, dun, dun. I love the use
2: of the word mad because you don't really know if he's mad like a mad scientist or if he's mad like I'm mad.
0: <laughs> I'm mad. I,
2: Somebody threw a chair. I,
1: I would honestly say it's a bit of both. All right. <laughs> First yeah, <off>. <laughs> mad. So yeah. Yeah. To- All right, I want you notice. to get mad. So 1953. Mad I can't take it anymore. 1953,
0: bombs exploded in seats at Radio City Music Hall and at the Capitol Theater near the. Oyster Bar, in Grand Central again. So he's kind of hitting familiar the, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Now, you know, now, now all, were these places
1: bet... closely approximated to his former uh, Well, you have Grand employer. Central Station.
0: Well, I mean, it, it's hit or miss. It's kind of all over the city. Keep in mind, he's living in Connecticut. So he's commuting to drop bombs off. It's not that far. Wh- which commute, means... Though, we day. don't know if he has a job. How is he paying for the gas?
3: Is he taking these bombs on a train? I th-
2: well, the thing is, that's what I'm saying, is... I uh... still need gas, Doug. It's the 50s. They
3: still had them bitches around.
1: Well, they had the train. Man. There was there, the there, Roaring Twenties, tra- man, and then, or was it the Roaring
0: Fifties? The Fifties had the Model T Ford and everything else going on. He yeah, was taking. Yeah, but but still they, had. There's
1: h- train systems that go all through like yeah. you know, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and, and if you go like, to, all of New England and you know surrounding. You go New York to New York right
2: like now, you could probably hop a train without paying for it, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah you can take take the train to Pittsburgh. I'm just I'm just going in to get some chowder. You you just gotta be you just gotta be slick and be shadows like Batman. I don't
0: think this guy was slick. We're gonna get into why.
2: I don't know. He's He uh, I
3: mean, sounds like he's
1: got a lot of bombs
0: in
3: a lot of places. Okay. Well, well and he has a lot bombs
2: in like, a lot of okay.
1: places so,
0: where the whiskey
2: drowns. So from the, and the 1930s boobies. to the
0: 1950s, police work was still this. Just, where is he? They were still strong they were no better than the crooks at the time. They were just strong arming people to get information. There was there was no DNA, there this was no true. real yeah.
1: there was real no real forensics. It was more so just going on a hunch yeah, and what little like, evidence you could accumulate, Exactly. That guy, got you, this know? Good feeling, boys. you know. Which is what made sure. those
0: detectives back in those days like Dick
2: Tracy so fucking awesome.
1: And well right. uh, but, I, yeah, got a I hunch. mean badasses, obviously, yeah, but right. you know, once forensics comes in and you realize how many people were wrongfully accused and convicted yeah. of things, so it's so the was in the like, wrong
2: place at the wrong time.
1: So Besides hitting, you know, the oyster bar in Grand Central again,
0: he also hit another coin-operated rental locker. But again, there was no injuries for any of these bombs. But police described the locker bomb as a homemade product of a publicity-seeking jerk. Which I'm sure the word jerk held a little bit more cadence (laughs) back then. Uh, An unexplained bomb. It sounds like
1: an accurate assessment in some ways, though. Right, right. No,
0: yeah, that's what they're talking it down to. Yeah, yeah. they're not really wrong. So... uh, an unexplained bomb was actually found in a rental locker at Pennsylvania Station again. Well, but, oh, and there was no masturbation involved. Today. Sorry, not That's unexplained. Right? <laughs> Unexploded. Ah. That one didn't go off. So he's hitting, 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 and then another dud. So, And, <laughs> later, on, dud! and later on, you'll find out that he was just planting bombs. And then one would explode and be like, "I planted that months ago. Why the fuck did that go off right now?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. maybe like, he even
1: forgot about it to some degree if he's planting all these
0: a other little ones bit, and stuff yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. So now, now we're cutting a oh. ni- we're cutting to 1954. Or he's like, "What the hell took so long?"
0: Yeah. Oh wow, that's sugared. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> so anyway, <laughs> could you imagine that situation? A bomb goes off
2: and he hears it in the paper. He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I just
0: imagine every time a bomb explodes, his reaction is the same as the Joker's when he's sitting there hitting the switch outside the fucking hospital in The Dark night. Like, Oh, that's oh, where oh, I yeah. Put that Okay, one. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh man! All right, or maybe so, it's like an Easter hunt. You know, you got. I really like that candy shop right. next right. door. So, 1954, there was a bomb wedged behind a sink in Grand Central Terminal men's restroom. All right, it exploded in March, injuring only slightly, slightly injuring three men. That could be anything. That could be an abrasion. Uh, they were yeah. So I mean, that could have been like you know anything. So, November 7th at Radio City Music Hall, during a Bing Crosby's White Christmas, I'm dreaming. So that's not Bing Crosby. <laughs> isn't it no, B- Bing Crosby, isn't it? No, wow. that that was totally not.
3: That nice. was Louis Armstrong. Yeah, oh! Louis big Bing, time. Bing, bro. Louis, so, Crosby, shit. Bing Crosby. Oh, I like not Ladies and gentlemen, I hate when to I tell I think you, that you White Christmas man is a fraud. White when I think of White Christmas. Christmas,
0: oh, I got you. When I think of White Just Christmas, like I only one think of the other. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys can go fuck yourselves. So
3: anyway, of a white I, I can see starting
4: a good boy.
0: I had that song in my head the whole time I was writing this and I was like, I'm so glad that you guys correct me because now I feel like a fool. Uh, anyway, geez. you're welcome. So, so November 7th, all right, at the Music Hall at the, at the Radio City Music Hall during the Bing Crosby White Christmas performance, a bomb stuffed under a seat cushion in the 15th row exploded, injuring four people, all right? Now, why did he choose 15? I was just
3: trying to get a handyman. 15 row, that's the back back then. Yeah, <laughs> hammer. So
0: the heavy upholstery muffled the explosion sound, and only people really, really close to it actually heard it. Hold
2: hold hold So, anyway, if there's an explosion in a movie theater, I don't care where the fuck you're at, you're going to hear it. How tiny was this bomb? Are we talking like a little battery bomb? Is this what's going on? Are these Are the bombs that are going off in 1952? Nobody knows about atomic That's bombs? why
0: they've been summed up to pranks half the time. They weren't large explosions. It so wasn't... this dude is literally yeah, taking said...
2: pencil sharpeners and turning them into bombs.
0: <laughs> no, he's
3: bullet casings. He's
2: using bullet dude, he casings. is a man after my heart. I always figured if I ever became yeah, a villain, so I would never be a main villain. I'm just a guy that he annoys used, Batman. He it's used... honestly
3: in
1: some ways the equivalent of just like leaving exploding turd bag. On <laughs> yes, on that's kind of what it is. It is. You know? <laughs> yeah. <It's> like <laughs> Not he- it's he's fire. not hurting this guy anybody. I just got tired of collecting shit. That's <laughs> like. I threw some black cats in there. This was, the, was the original design the for cherry bombs. Might yes. fuck
0: up a toilet, but everybody's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So,
1: in in so, some ways, that's the best way. That, that's why when they're like a spectacle-seeking jerk or whatever, it kind of it's spot
4: on. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: So, so while the film while the film continued, the injured were escorted, not rushed, not carried, but they were escorted. They could fucking walk. The injured were escorted to the theater's first they aid were, session. They
3: were like debating. They're like, I still might want to see the movie. Well, <laughs> I'm getting to that. I'm, Put I'm, up, I'm up, getting to that. Okay, so thirty-four dollars $34. <laughs>
0: So, 50 people in the immediate area were just simply asked to move to the back of the theater to finish the show. Yeah, and All it's right, like, that's you mean... don't want
1: any panic. You don't want to have to issue any refunds or anything of right. that nature. Not so, you know, we so, don't, need wait, wait, so you don't to you want to give some... back a nickel? No, no. It matters. gets worse.
3: There's a chance there was someone in that theater that didn't even know what happened. They were just like, not oh, i move to the back. not
0: a Not a chance. There was ton, tons of people they, yeah. who had no. It was look, like, I'm getting ah, a tug. It took up to an hour and a half. It took after, up to an hour and a half later, after the movie and the fucking preceding stage show, for the police to actually come in and rope off 150 seats and then start their investigation. The show must go on. Seeningly. This guy does not seem like a villain. He <laughs> just Floyd. seems like the a nuisance. The show must go That's on. what I'm saying. Like, it was nothing to them. They're like, alright, you're hurt. You limp to the back, fucker. So when you th- guys, please move move, move to the back. When does he up his auntie? This.
3: That's what we're getting to. Ah. all right buck says the movie theater was like, nah these people are paying for their seats yeah <laughs> 20, nobody's getting any 20 bucks recons. back then was way more money yeah. so yes
0: <laughs> i i appreciate the number <laughs> so in 1955 all right so just bypass the rest of 1954 in 1955, oh, yeah. a bomb Back exploded. Future, bro. I mean, right, a bomb exploded without injury on the on the platform at the IRT Sutter Ave subway station in Brooklyn. All right, so a bomb exploded on the main floor of Macy's department store. <sighs> it was hung under like a <laughs> club. Right, Macy's again. Uh, Macy's. So, it was hung under a phone booth shelf, but no injuries. All right? The two bombs that exploded without injuries at Pennsylvania Station, one in a phone booth and one in a rental locker. So, I mean, again, there's no injuries happening. And then there was a warning phone call revealing yet another bomb location hidden at the Radio City Music Hall once again. So, he's now like, oh, here's some more bombs. Here's this. Here's that. But it's not hurting anybody. And that might be by intent.
1: You know what I think? I think it was definitely by design.
3: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he spent that ten years planting all these bombs, and now he's like setting them off. Well, like they're remote. It's a possibility, It might be.
2: Not when they're that small of an explosion. I'm sorry. It, I don't care where you are. You got to think about the technology that's available to him at that point in time. Unless he's with aliens, he's not doing a remote explosion <laughs> in 1954. Well, no,
3: but like no, so, the bomb but, there but and I mean
4: we don't know a couple
1: years later.
3: And yeah, the, the we don't the know
1: the triggering mechanisms either. Yeah, right there's now, no right way.
2: I mean. There's no way he would have been caught. He would have been caught.
0: Well, that's
3: what we're it's getting like, to. It's like a so you know, like pipe leave. bomb. He rips up the top chucks it in there? But yet what? also with all the distractions. No, but they're, well, they're they're not all the
0: pipe bombs. So the description of the bombs themselves were roughly like six-inch brass pipes with screw caps on the end. All right, So yeah, he had so, all the powder, all the ignition connected to the side. So he's that, not
2: – chances are somebody's picking these bombs up if they're not going off, messing with these bombs, and the bombs are then going off. I don't think he's the one setting the bombs off. He's just like, eh, if Did it works, Did you like works. read the
0: show notes before this? Because you're just like describing. <laughs> well, right, I'm just like-
1: Batman. All right, <laughs> at- <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll earn that.
0: You're I- not Batman. You're Fat Man. All I right, so after Rock Batman. Titty Man, Lego so-
1: Batman, dude that's my win. fave, yeah. It's
0: so awesome. Will our Nights shit. So anyway, at the... <laughs> Real Our if you're listening to this, you want to be on an episode? All right, so at the Roxy Theater, a bomb dropped out of a slash seat Thank you for onto it. an upholster's workbench without exploding. All right, so the guy's getting ready to fix these, the upholstery on a lot of these seats. He sees the slash. The bomb falls out, hits his workbench, and he's just like... <gasps> this is the true hero. Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing. No explosion. All right?
2: So this battery falls out, and he's like... Oh. <laughs> however,
0: however, a seat bomb exploded at the Paramount Theater. Uh one so person was struck hole. on the shoe by the bomb, but he reported no injury. He's like, Oh, hold on, hold on. He's again, like, oh they just Again,
2: it. these don't sound like they're bombs. They sound like they're poppers you get at the fricking. Like yeah. Right. Like okay. I I don't know what else to tell you. This guy is not a mad bomber, he's just an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like,
1: Oh, they just smudged my puma. <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that today? Could you imagine that then you go your you're off to go see Saw twenty nine You put your foot down and something pops under your foot. You're not going to pay attention. You're going to be like, oh, oh, well, fuck, there goes 30 bucks. That's exactly what you're going to think. It's going to be nothing to you.
0: I don't think it even really affected the shoes because shoes were still made out of real leather back then. (laughs) And not by Asian kids. Those were American shoes.
2: No, those were still Asian kids in America. It hurt
3: him just enough to be like, yeah, I probably should tell somebody about that. (laughs) He's all, hey. No, Bad so, thing. They just, they just
2: made it a thing. Every usher asked everyone, did you report any bombs? Did you report yeah. any bombs? Okay, so so I was like, yeah, I stepped on a bomb, I think. Uh, it could have been my watch. It right. like
3: a weird twisted bag of M&M's. He's <laughs> taking credit for things that
2: were not
0: There's some other bomber out there who's mimicking him. He's like,
3: no, that was mine.
0: So although the bomb itself was uneventful, the police did find a penknife, which pushed them to think... Uh, which also actually there were several pen knives found at multiple theater locations where bombs had gone off, which made the which made the police think that he left them there in case he was stopped or questioned after leaving the scene. Um, but that December, a bomb exploded without injury in a Grand Central men's room stall. Again, no injury. He's blowing up toilets. It does kind of, you're thinking 16-year-old fucking kid. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Hold like, on, exactly. hold
2: on, hold on. Seriously, let's, let's, let's think about that. So this is a man who's scarred from war, this is a man who has PTSD. Big time, obviously.
4: <laughs> Big
0: time. No, no, no. no. At that like, time, it was shell shock. Am I right? Yeah. It's shell shock. It's yeah. this, or, 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 or no, 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 sorry. World War II battle fatigue. It's just, it's the same. It's the same
2: thing. No matter what you call it, different toilet, different shit. It's the same situation. The same soldiers deal same, with the, the same shit. Yeah. yeah. And so you got this guy who's probably just reverted back to a phase in his life where explosions and blowing up things didn't mean watching his buddies get torn from limb to limb. So maybe that's where some point of his, in of his life that makes sense is to blow up toilets and people's shoes. Maybe he's reverted back to the prankster child he was. Or he's just an idiot.
0: We're going to cover that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 1956, All right, a 74-year-old men's room attendant at Pennsylvania Station was seriously injured when a bomb in a toilet exploded. Oh,
2: seriously Another injured. One. Hold on. How serious was the injury? Do you he, was was the sh- he was 74. If he got
3: knee shattered on, pieces of yeah, fucking glass. Yeah. Oh
0: toilet yeah, 74 out. in
2: 1950 fucking 5 years. Yeah, yeah. You, you are fragile as glass. Yeah. You, <laughs> they didn't
0: have Walmart for him to work at, so he's cleaning. If clothes. you made it to if you made yeah. it to
2: 74 and 1954, people fucking wipe your you, body. You,
0: did you know Jesus? Did you I know, Jesus? know Jesus? Anyway, a young man had reported Damn. a young man had reported an obstruction and the old man Tried to plunge it out.
3: Ah. <laughs> right.
1: uh, in the debris. We'll plunge the monster out.
3: <laughs> in the debris, investigators. So wait a minute. This kid pooped on a bomb. And it didn't flush. And he got the whole man to come in. Then... Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> he pooped on the bomb. He fits <laughs> it? I'm just saying. He fits it? I, I'm just saying. I think this just is Just so flat. you guys know, Fitz is the my dog. The fertilizer my might have ignited things. it better. Anyway, so, the yeah, so. It it, be <laughs> it had extra explosives. All right. So in the debris,
0: investigators found a, uh, a watch frame. And a wool sock. Now this wool sock has actually popped up at multiple locations for the bombs. He had a thing for he had a, he had a thing for stuffing his six inch pipe in wool socks. Ah, yeah, but I'm... wait no, no
2: no, so he left evidence I mean, of himself. Did he put It's the 1950s? It doesn't I, I, matter. I what understand he left. that, but Batman would've fucking figured this <laughs> out. He took
3: it back to Alfred. Yeah. Alfred would have taken a couple of yeah, licks so, and been like, this is gym, so bro. He left This he left, is left, an Englishman. He
0: left a watch casing, he left a wool sock. I mean, yeah, okay. So just like the pen knives, personal guys, things, personal things. <laughs> exactly. So just like the pen knives, wool socks were actually a reoccurring element in the bombings. So, God, I'm in like the wrong
2: I century. I could have been a villain, an excellent Dude, villain. How easy. Was like a hundred you know? years ago. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So now we're cutting to the luckiest man in New York. Are you guys ready? It's a dude
4: who
2: fucking doesn't have a bomb (laughs) stretch. No, 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 no.
0: So the luckiest man in New York at the time was a guard at the RCA building in Rockefeller Center. He took home a piece of pipe for a plumbing project that a fellow guard had actually found in a telephone booth. Oh, God. They don't read the fucking paper. Because they can't read at that point. Well, he took the pipe home, left it on his kitchen table, went to bed, and his... So, he took it back to his New Jersey home. I mean, commuting, toll booths, you know, thats a big I deal. But this
3: fool was, like, flipping it all the way home and yeah. shit. The bomb Whistling. exploded
0: in his kitchen. Wow. It went off on his kitchen table. It made the ride all the way back to New Jersey.
1: It, him, handling, going, oh, I wonder what kind of... You know, he it made it all it, the like, way back. The it just really makes you wonder what the detonation... That's what... Mechanism. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the Like, what now, happened to set it off?
0: Him, his wife, and his children all sleeping upstairs. Bomb yeah. goes off in his kitchen. This time, it's not... It's not in case. There's there's no phone booth. There's no urn. There's no trash can. It went
1: off in his kitchen. Fucked
3: up.
1: So does this finally up the stakes a little bit because of the fact that it left a stupid,
0: mark on his table and nobody was injured? No, it didn't up shit.
1: But well, I mean, <laughs> just just for the sheer fact that it could have though. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. 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 I mean, he had Most proper definitely. placements and all Hold these on. other things. This, this was taken. Like this was taken mistakenly to a private residence. Yes. You know, and then you know could have inflicted. This guy is losing harm. my heart. Luckily, here. luckily. Losing- it didn't, right? But Aww. nonetheless, that shows the potential that you know, and maybe this is where his his meddling. I mean, he's just like, oh man, I don't know, and he's like, oh man, I, I could actually well, kill. the next, well, well, next just time never I never got the vibe that he wanted to kill anybody. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly.
0: Extreme, yeah, and know? he actually he actually talks about that later. Maybe he's down So, down with it. a December second bombing at the Paramount Theater in Brooklyn left six of the fifteen hundred occupants injured. One of them actually pretty seriously. So you talk about up, up in the ante. He yeah, actually well, here's where it seriously injured somebody this time. That one actually drew uh, a lot of attention and tremendous news coverage. Uh, the next day, December third, nineteen fifty-six, Police Commissioner Stephen P Kennedy ordered what he called the greatest manhunt in history of the police department. Yeah. So, so I see that
1: as something that broke the camel's back, and they're like, right. okay, this is a prankster going beyond their previous yeah. Let's stop it now before one
2: becomes thirty. Before yeah. 30 becomes 50, before yeah. 50 becomes neat. Yeah. Exactly. Preventative treatment. I mean, so, yeah so go now, after it
1: before it turns into something really big, like a snowball going downhill. And, you know. And, and I mean, and, and of
0: course, I mean, between the letters and everything else they're receiving, at this time, it's no longer pranksters. At this time, it's like this somebody's doing something intentionally.
1: Well, things I mean, escalate, though, you right. know. And, and that's and, where you realize you're like, okay, this could. Turn into something really big and dastardly, as, as <laughs> right? And you got to
0: figure. I mean, I don't know how many. Everybody's on board with World War Two. Everybody's like there was there was the heart and the and the soul of like yes patriotism, you know, and everything else like that. But at the same time, in New York, where Wall Street's still running strong, the banks are reclaiming their 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 monetary victory, so to speak.
1: That war economy, man. Yeah,
0: they don't know if it was just one man or if it was copycats right and left. But but now they're they're. They see the pattern. They actually are starting to follow the shit. Now they're like, okay, this has been going on for five years. This needs to come to an end. So December twenty fourth, all right, Christmas Eve of nineteen
2: fifty six. For five years, he's been fucking smudging people's shoes. Right.
0: Yeah. So a New York Public Library clerk dropped a coin on the floor while trying to, you know, use a telephone in a phone booth. He looked up after grabbing his coin and saw a maroon colored sock, all right, uh, held on to the underside of the shelf by a magnet. Inside this sock was an iron pipe with threaded caps on each end. After he had the gathering of the minds between him and his employees, they decided that the best thing to do with this was to throw it out a window into the public Bryant Park. Wow. They Yeah. Great like, logic there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I'm, hey, so, I'm self-smarted. What do
2: you want to do with this there? Give me a pipe bomb. I don't know. Why don't we throw into that big crowd
1: there? Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. Why, why do you always hit everything oh. with a stick? Why do you always
0: throw everything in the yeah, park? What, 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 no bad thing. So, this one actually brought the bomb squad and more than 60 New York Police Department officers and detectives to the scene.
2: Yeah, I've personally seen the bomb squad. They're no joke, but they look okay. like a bunch of pansies walking So, real quick, in, real quick, real quick. Holding each other's hands. In the, saying, uh, in the
0: 1950s, in the 1950s, 40s, 30s, the way that the bomb squad's attire was, was actually, <laughs> it was just like metal wicker. It looked like whisker mm. baskets over their head. It looked like whisker suits, and they'd roll up in a little wicker car. Like, it was all wicker. It was like but it was all metal intertwined, okay? Mm-hmm. And they would work through their wicker like yes. it was chicken. You have, wire. You have obviously
1: Dude. seen seen the photos from yeah, the vintage it's, time. It's <laughs>
0: it's pretty it looks like the worst knight in knighthood. If I just had it's chicken wire knight. I'll Come at right. me, fool. Exactly. Oh. I feel like a knight yeah.
3: would be better protected from fucking explosion than that guy. Yeah, because at least right. it's solid covering. Its <laughs> time, all right, right, so right.
0: so real quick, all right, the next month the New York Journal American received a letter from a and it stated that the bombs. Uh, and the seat of the time, or sorry the bomb that was discovered and another bomb later that week inside a seat at the Times Square Paramount had been planted months before. He absolutely had no science behind how this shit goes off. No. He didn't know when it was going to go well, off. Well, he just pushed it
2: together and
1: hoped. For he that. was like, "Oh, that thing? I planted that way back." So <laughs> I thought we going back way back. All right. And bombs a little something man, like Now
0: now those two bombs that that, you know, without injury, the bomb squad found and everything else. Those would actually be the last two bombs he would ever plant. The next Mm. episode, we're going to cover his January 1957 arrest, and the brilliant man who helped police find the perfect uh, profile to go up. I don't really think this guy's
2: brilliant anymore, because it took him five years. No, 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 not him. No, no, no. We're gonna. The, the, g- no, no, the, 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 I'm. Guy I'm, who caught him. Caught him. I'm
1: talking about the guy who caught him. This guy is an idiot. It took him five years to find a guy who's been smudging people's shoes. Well, who knows if they had him on the case for all five of those That's years, man? Maybe, maybe the end game basically is like, okay, he's okay, okay, he's inflicting legit harm. Let's bring in a professional. I could see this. Boom, yeah, caught. Yeah, this know?
2: guy's like, okay, three months on the case. I know who it is. I'm gonna drag it out.
0: Yeah. This guy, no, no, this, this guy, payday. this guy, payday. intellectually, the guy that we're gonna cover next episode. He is the equivalent of an intellectual Batman. Look, he is it, phenomenal. No, it, so does like he take down, down lots of people? Yeah. Does he like Boondock. Dick Tracy? Does
3: he wear a yellow coats? Boondock Saints?
0: No. Mesker compared to compared to this guy, Mesker was a great fictional character. This guy's for real, and he was the shit. He was the nice. first. He, he literally wrote the book on criminal profiling. And but does he know who Jack the
2: Ripper is? Fictional
0: character. Nobody knows who Jack the Ripper is. Fictional and that was a cold characters. case by his time.
1: Jack yeah. the Ripper knows. They actually never caught him, dude. Jack
0: knows. So anyway, we're gonna get into the man who helped profile and find the perfect way to track this guy down and also the secretary who is actually very damn good at filing. This secretary oh, I and this profiler, you will. Yeah. Yeah.
1: they save the day. So that's so remember that's when it. you're
2: treating your secretary like trash, she knows all, that's right. all your issues. Yeah,
1: well there's a fine line between the the whole secretary vibe. So that's, that's 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 Secretary. All right, so
0: that's it for the first episode. Um
1: Right now, I, I'm I actually, excited about the capture. I'm, re, I'm really curious. I'm yeah, going right. to just withhold my Wikipedia urges to read up on the rest of it in the meantime. There you go. I'm going to let you do All the right. storytelling So thing. So
0: real quick, I'm going to cite my sources. A lot of stuff was taken from uh, Wikipedia, but there's also a book written called Incendiary. So, I mean, that has um, umpteen million amounts of information on this case. I gave you the quick outline. I gave you you know the, the main source and everything else, but... Um, there's so much more to this case and, and following with the profile that actually did this it's, it's pretty phenomenal it's, yeah, it's, it's very a fascinating you're
1: and and a former writer and stuff you're doing your work and I, I, I appreciate that I'm trying to I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> so
0: anyway so that, so that wraps up that wraps up uh, George Montesky before his capture uh, we covered all the bombings we, we covered what led to the bombings Um, I, I, I 30 fucking 2 32 bombs Lots that, of that we know of I mean there yeah. could be shit that still hasn't exploded you know exploded. I'm not gonna
2: lie Mooch I didn't expect you to keep
0: count at all Man, I'm pretty proud of you. Good job. (laughs) So, real quick, uh, first and foremost, we are a band. We do play shows, and if you happen to be listening to this in Arizona. That's right, yeah. Yeah, So if you happen to be listening to this in Arizona, I want you to go ahead and go on iTunes. Um, Give us five stars. You know, give us what you thought of the first episode. There's gonna be, I mean, way more to come. We're gonna go for as long as we can, hopefully. At least three or four. I mean, that's come right, on,
1: man. I like three-star movies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, fuck. I've seconds. watched one-star movies and stuff, been like, but- yeah, it was pretty good. The five
0: stars will move us up the ratings. It's gonna get more people hearing it. It's gonna be putting people's listings more often. It's gonna help out. It's gonna be on. Uh, it's going to be on Apple uh, Podcast. It's going to be on Stitcher. Um, we might even put the audio format on YouTube. We're going to open up uh, our own yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah, we should. It's going to be called uh, Centaurtainment, so check that out. You can email oh us directly God. at centaurtainment at gmail.com. You can go to facebook.com forward slash chiron Band AZ. Um, check
3: out that crazy music we put on. That's like right. We are share. Metal. Also so, on Reverb Nation, too. Repeat. And Reverb Nation. That's right. Yeah, Reverb that's Nation. That's sure hear some songs. Yeah, that's right. Hey, guys, and we got some
2: stuff coming up for you
3: on that Reverb So region.
0: getting to that. So we our next show is November seventeenth. Truly. All right, we're gonna be at Joe's Grotto. If you really it's love a that venue It's That's a Saturday actually, night. I
1: mean, like we play Club Red so much and yeah. I'm, I'm really digging the yeah, grotto. The maybe. grotto's the shit. I love I the
2: grotto, bed. but man, the red has been good to us too. So
0: here's so here's, here's the first here's the first right. podcast offer. All right. If you're in Arizona, you're listening to this right now, I want you to go ahead and either email us or go ahead and hit up our Facebook. Like I Where said, Facebook email? facebook.com forward slash Kyron Banday for the Facebook mm-hmm. the email is Centaurtainment at gmail.com and then you can also uh, hopefully by this time we'll have the YouTube page up you can also go and leave us a comment on YouTube at uh, Centaurtainment um, so the question for this episode I want you because I want everybody to get an analytical mind state once you to start profiling Anal. us ah. so based off of our personalities you've heard today and you've heard a lot of Mahalo. <laughs> who's gonna kill you've me? heard a lot of me. <laughs> you've heard a lot, I mean, you've heard a lot of our voices. There's four members, four instruments, four positions. I want you guys to go ahead and tell us what, what position Dodgers? you think we play. So we have Fuego, Ooh. we have Mooch, we have Mahalo and we have me, Chris. So you go through if you Chris get all four catcher, cor- just yeah. so you know So if you <laughs> get <laughs> if you get all four correct, we're gonna go ahead and give you guys two free tickets to the show. Yep. So Do you can actually come tickets. out, come out, meet us, hang out, and also I it's want a you. It's fun venue, man. Yeah, Joe's grotto is oh, yes. amazing, and it's usually it's really usually good It's usually like a taco truck, or yeah, like a truck, yeah, it's A barbecue truck, yeah, it's a truck. blast. There'll be a truck. lot of good bands there. I mean, it's gonna be a punk and a metal night. It's, it's gonna be a lot the of fun. hot trim but outside.
1: And, and, and since we're a little bit of both, you know, and, yeah, in we're, some ways, I think I bring the punk and go I, with any of you guys. As we found out at the last show. You guys saw me rocking the um, fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe.
0: But again, you let us know Special what guests. what position you think we have in the band. That's going to be the first question for the profiling. So go ahead and email us. Go ahead and, and everything else. Five stars. Hit us up on Stitcher. Hit us up on uh, on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, Pod. whatever the hell. that's The little purple fucking Count icon. Em. Hit that. One, um, so two. With, without further ado, uh, does anybody have any five. other notifications
1: they want to give? No. Well, obviously, I can give just a little bit of information about the other stuff I do. Okay. Um, so we have the horror show, which is basically... Six Six, six, a, six. a YouTube channel where we cover everything horror. It's basically a horror variety show right. of sorts. And so, I mean, we do film reviews. We do trailer reactions. We do tons of convention coverage. Uh, we've done everything from comedy sketches to makeup tutorials. And most notably, I do twice a week a show called Hail to Stephen King. And it's where I cover all things Psy King, El Rey, as I sort of to call it? him. Um, so if you're jumping on the YouTubes, you can do youtube.com slash the horror show channel not the horror channel or whatever that's probably something totally different which i hey if you're into that that's fine but the horror show channel and uh yeah that's where you can check out all the videos can, we do two to three a day it's, and you can it's still find a, a decent amount relentless. of chiron
0: chiron uh stuff on there as well we do crossing Indeed. the streams where, where yep. we incorporate uh, metal and, and and horror
1: yep and so, so monthly monthly little spotlight although Boy, we have had so much trouble with copyright lately. There, There's one that we had to take down and we're going to have to re-upload right now because even though we abided by fair use, less than 30 seconds, we still got flagged. Wow. And it's at their discretion. They can still go after you. You can appeal. Right. It's a nasty process. It has me and Cecil, like, reassessing the show a little bit if we should even continue using video clips because the the foreign band that you chose that did the
4: until my dying Yeah, day,
1: and it's okay. Yeah, they... Even after I had it down to like 10 seconds of footage, they still would not Dicks. let it go, dude. And he's okay. She's Germans not are a stickler, man. I mean, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's usually overseas bands that give us the most really? crap. Yeah, like <laughs> American uh. bands. Like, I mean,
4: well, well I guess Gun
1: Chip was nice on that particular episode too, but I don't know. Anyway, I, I digress. Crossing the streams once a month on the horror show, and then you can also see a lyric video. Right. We did a full performance, actually, that Cecil yeah. shot with – multiple cameras we have a cool. couple full, full performances up Actually, we do you can go to play Where's, nation yeah, play,
0: play nation that's the other one yeah. Yeah. Um, also uh, we're gonna be in and out of uh, sound for you entertainment you're gonna see you know little bits and pieces of us on there here and there Yeah. Um, fuego what's what's the facebook for your hell to stephen king uh,
1: facebook for well I mean there's a uh, there's a facebook group I guess there you go. And so yeah. it's nice for Chris to prompt that I I wasn't trying to horn myself out too incredibly here be but, the dirty yeah. slut we know you are yeah <laughs> If if Got you're into balls, Stephen King baby. stuff, whether you're a novice and just have seen a few movies, or whether you're a deep diver, you know on on the path of the beam, and you've read lots of books and stuff like that, Palanca, um, if you will, yeah, we, we discuss all things Psy King all the damn time, and I can barely even talk with this guy <laughs> joking like this, but uh, yeah, so the the Facebook group has over 300 members. It's not like a huge Facebook group, but it's a it's a very tightly knit quartet where we have a lot of passionate people who post. On the daily, on there, and it's everything from book collections to what you're reading at the time, uh, various other things. I mean, anytime sci news jumps up, or there's like a cool event, or posts from his Twitter, silly things like that. We're just all things, you know, along the path.
3: Of the and team. you have an Instagram, so, correct, where they can reach you?
1: Yep, yep. I'm, I'm basically Jaime and Fuego on all social
4: media okay. sectors. Yeah. Instagram?
3: I mean, I'm just—it's
4: a really fast grandma.
0: Matt the Higg at Instagram yep, and I am a Omega 5150 at Instagram. Mahalo, where can they find you? The nearest bar. Alright, ca- there you go. So anyway, at this Ultra wraps campaign. up. This Mix wraps up the first episode, guys. So this All is uh right. Chiron signing off. So uh as always, you know, you guys have been awesome. This has been Profiling Pain and stay metal, Mofos. Woo! Catch you on the next one. <laughs>